0: Selling on eBay radio show, a lame idea stolen from a trash can outside a double wide in a senior living trailing park, trailer park rather, somewhere in San Diego. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to increase your sales, and to have fun. The lines are open for your calls and texts. 1-833-EBAY-723. That's one 1- This is Fake Announcer Guy saying, here's Philip and Sherry. So another edition of the Selling on eBay radio show. Philip Jackson and Sherry Smith with you. Sherry is based in Colorado, full-time. eBay seller with a big uh, consignment business. Lots of four-legged friends around the building. Sherry says she's not the least bit worried about getting monkeypox. But if doggy box, doggy pox <laughs> were to happen, she'd be petrified.
1: Oh, no, not on my little doggies. I did find a tick on Trixie. But I removed it immediately. Mm, mm. Uh, but Philip, who is tick free, left behind the overcast skies of England in 1994 for a much warmer climate in the swamps of Florida, where he enjoys the company of his neighbors who are mostly alligators and peacocks. He spent 20 years in product development before bailing out to become an eBay entrepreneur. And many eBay product managers can attest to this as he generously imparts his expertise to them when invited and sometimes when not.
0: So that's the slickest intro I've had in a very long time. Very, very elaborate. Thank you I for practice writing, this time. writing that one out. So uh, you can find out about us. We don't tend to ramble on about our particular businesses. Uh, you can find all that stuff at uh, our website. That's sell, sell, sell.online. Sell, sell, sell.online for the website. And Sherry, in today's show, we have. Coming up. GoDaddy becomes no GoDaddy. And finally, at last, after much nagging, being a top rated seller is actually something useful. And we have
1: a special guest. Oh, yeah, who's Someone that? who is known and admired for their mm. contribution to the eBay community and much loved by eBay sellers.
0: Oh, can I guess? Is it Devin Yes, Wenig? please.
1: I, I, I,
0: no. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, not Devin It's Wenig. not.
1: Oh. I'm not sure how good you are at this. I'm sorry. At this game. Who is it? Oh, am I telling you now?
0: Yes, tell us now.
1: Okay. It's Betsy Bulger, known as eBetsy. And terrific. I'll be introducing her later, right?
0: A star booking. Well done. Excellent. Betsy's yes. listening. If you want to chime in, Betsy, before we uh, hit, come to you, please feel free to do so uh, as we move on to the uh, the eBay news. And, uh, yeah, we mentioned earlier the uh, top-rated seller. It's changed. The benefits have changed, right, Jerry?
1: Yes. So eBay top-rated seller ratings are now shown in search results. Um, so they, buyers, when they see your item mixed among other sellers, they can see that you're top-rated.
0: Which that's is hard. Because I, I mean, for years and years, they say, "Oh, you, you should make all this effort to be top-rated," but actually the benefits are kind of hidden away. If it doesn't appear on the page with the search results, to my mind, it's pretty much worthless. So they finally, I think, absorbed that fact that the best place to put that flag, the most important place, is in the search results. So I think that's a good result. Also in the news, uh, those uh, folks who used GoDaddy bookkeeping, which I think was called Outright back in the day, it was... uh, I think a big sponsor of the old eBay radio show, perhaps we'll hear more about that shortly. Um, Apparently, they've given 30 days notice to their users, and there must be a lot of people out there in that category that they're closing the service. Um, I don't think there's a direct replacement, and I'm not really sure. I haven't said why that is. Now, maybe the GoDaddy's day job, which is managing domain name registrations, has got super competitive and they're, they're, they're suffering without uh, to try and make money at that game and mucking around doing bookkeeping is not their priority these days or maybe it's the managed payments thing that means they have to retool the whole product and they don't want to invest in doing that or per ebay's version of it is that the managed payments makes life so easy that uh, all the reports are so transparent there's no need for any kind of third-party service you, you pick the answer that you want to with that one
1: yeah, it's hard to change when you've got something that's working for you. But, so good luck, and, I
0: think, is our uh, word on that one. I don't. Know yes, good
1: do. luck and sorry. I mean, there is um, a
0: replacement from um, QuickBooks, but it's a kind of different product. That said, they've done a very good job of integrating with eBay. It does pull a lot of useful data from eBay and present it quite nicely. So uh, depending on what you want, that might be a solution.
1: Yeah. So um, also, there now have repeat buyer flags added to seller Hub's sold items page. Not everybody has this. I know that because I hmm. don't yet, but they're rolling it out probably in waves. And so next to the buyer's user ID, you'll see a little alert that they're a repeat buyer. And you can't really drill down to what they've bought as far as I've under, I understand. But it goes back two years. As it's far a, as if they've a step in the me. right
0: direction. No, no complaints. It's a little bit of a tease to say someone's repeat bought without actually saying what and when because I don't know what you're supposed to do with that information. If you were to put a note saying thank you for the repeat order, it would be nice to be able to say a little bit more about what it was that they maybe ordered before. But, you know, it's a step in the right direction again. So uh, a couple of uh, good changes so far this week. Anyway, yeah. we'll keep the eBay news to, the, to a brief number of items this week. Sherry, why don't we uh, move straight to our guest?
1: Okay, so we have Betsy Bulger, as known as eBetsy, and selling as Texana's All Store. You can find her eBay store by going to texanasallstore.com. They're a proud retail partner with Teddy the Dog, which should be expected of this hero of mine who Mm -hmm. is a doggy rescuer and has four rescues that she then lets them live to their full potential, competing. Um, So I don't know if you've been following Betsy and her doggies, but I certainly do. Anyway, they sell t-shirts, coffee mugs, and all kinds of things for Teddy the dog. And the cat is Tilly. Cats matter too. I'm just obsessed with dogs and um also i first met betsy at an ebay probably live event or Mm -hmm. ebay open and she has her signature hair (laughs) color in the four original ebay colors always has her hair dyed can't miss her um and she's also she's best known as creative director where she worked her way up uh, for the ebay radio show and for those who weren't there for that um well she's going to give you a peek behind the curtain today but also you know ebay i, I just feel like everyone knows what ebay radio was with griff why
0: don't we get the uh, the 30 second version just uh, in case someone's sure. not uh, not familiar with uh, what happened and ended i guess almost four years ago now I
2: can I can no longer resist jumping in. Please do because it. I have I have ebay radio to thank for my nickname of eBetsu, which I'll mention in a moment. But eBay radio was basically eBay education meets morning zoo madness. You know like traditional <laughs> radio shows. We taught sellers how to be better sellers, but in a highly entertaining way. Lee Marabal, the show's producer and co-host, who had an amazing 54-year radio career. She liked to say she put the broad in broadcast. She took the traditional terrestrial radio talk show format and put it on the Internet. She was a a pioneer in that regard, and it was very pioneering of eBay as well. I don't think any other major corporation has done anything quite like it to this day. So and I got and my name because it was super
0: because, popular, I think, among sellers. Are you able to say a little bit about how many people listen to that show? Or is that oh, a trade we secret?
2: we had thousands. It was we used to tell sponsors it was the gift that kept on giving because we archived the, the live show as a podcast in fifteen minute segments, mm-hmm. and they were indexed and available through iTunes and all the the other podcast things. And um, uh, we had huge listenership. We would get listeners still listening months after the show. In fact. <laughs> The archives are still up at VoiceMarketingRadio dot com, and I go there to utilize some of the seller resources there. Like the, um, there's an index called Seller Bookmarks. It's hard to find pages on eBay, mm-hmm. and I, I go there frequently in the course of writing various eBay blogs and such. But um, yeah, it, it was wonderful. I, I got my name because. I originally was planning to do a little trip around the world on eBay in, back in 2005 when they were first launching the, the international Ebays. And I mentioned this to the um, then executive producer of the show when it was back on WS Radio. And he said, oh, hang on, I have an idea. And thus was born 80, uh, around the world in 80 seconds with Ebetsy, on, around the world on eBay in 80 seconds with Ebetsy. Oh, and I, I took my it. name because it was like eBay, eBetsy. Uh-huh. And I was very lucky the user ID was still available. So, around the world on eBay, on 80 second, in 80 seconds with eBetsy. And I basically went to each international website in turn. I bought something, I sold something, and I hung out in. Uh, there were then social chat rooms sort of available, chat discussion boards. So, like down in uh, Australia, for example, they called it the Chinwag Cafe. Mm-hmm. And here we had the eBay Cafe. And there were, each site had its own little place to hang out and chat, and and I made a lot of friends, and um, I'd been planning to do this on my own anyway, but Chris Birch took took up the idea and and put it on eBay radio, and thus I I became a contributing editor, which was very thrilling, because I loved the show.
1: Wow, I loved it, and I got to be a guest a few times, and you always made me feel comfortable as you were preparing me for it, and Lee and Griff always had a way of turning around what I was saying into funny
2: something really funny and kinda of racy. Oh, Griff Griffin Lee had amazing chemistry. Lee actually originally pitched the show to eBay and when she got there she had two women hosting it. And when she got there to uh she was asked to fly up and they flew her up and she she got into the boardroom there, you know, the meeting room. And there was this guy sitting at the table, and they said, "Well, we have a host in mind for the show." And she found out that Griff was originally an old rock and roller. He had a band and all this, and new show business. And and they just hit it off. And and he said, "I don't want to do the show without you there." After they'd done the first couple of ones together to kind of get his training wheels off, she, he said, "I want you to stay on. I think it's wonderful, and you know, it's great having you there." And it it was incredible. It was just it was just lightning in a bottle, really, because they they hit it off so well. And Lee had a huge career prior to this. Uh, She was the successor to Sally Jesse Raphael in New York, if you're familiar with her with the the bright red glasses. Yeah. And she was all over the country. She actually had to go by her. uh, She went by Lee when her full name was Rosalie, which will become relevant in an anecdote I'm going to share with you in a minute. Um, But she originally was submitting tapes as Rosalie and couldn't get anyone to listen to her audition tapes. So she sent one in as Lee and they listened (laughs) and they hired her. Yeah, she was, she's, she's amazing. She was quite the entrepreneur, and she was the entrepreneurial half of eBay Radio. And then, of course, Griff was the seller advocacy and the eBay, you know, the eBay education half. And because Sherry, you and I first met at an eBay Education Specialist event.
1: Yes. Which is
2: which is why we had you on as a guest so often because I know how knowledgeable you are about eBay about selling on eBay.
1: Uh, and you thank are a great you. guest. Oh, thank, well, thank you for having me on. Program.
0: The, uh, the, the, the recap on the, the history of the program, I, I think many people, even though it was a few years ago, probably have listened at some point or maybe have heard of the show. What we, we asked you to do, if it's okay, was, was maybe, I think enough years have gone by that we could maybe cover some stuff that you couldn't perhaps talk about at the time.
2: Well, okay. Um, some of the inside you, scoop,
0: well, some of the skinny on what really happened behind the scenes. Give us a few exclusives.
2: Okay, well, um, and I should say first, we, we built an amazing community with the eBay Radio. So many people got to know one another through the show, and originally the chat board for it was an orphan thread. Griff would post the, the link in a newsletter ahead of time, mm-hmm. and so we started calling it the super secret chat board because you couldn't just mm-hmm. go to it, you had to have the link. And uh, Lee was famous, of course, for not being able to get on the chat board, which was very funny. <laughs> um because she would, she always forgot you had to sign in through community separately unless you'd put it in your preference, your seller preferences to sign into both at the same time, both eBay and the eBay Community, which some people may still be confused about. But uh, we we, ha- we have we this wonderful community, and as recently as the last seller check in, I hosted a networking room for um for fans of eBay Radio, and we had a full a full house for that. We had wow. an eBay radio reunion last January. Excuse me, a year ago last January. We had over 300 people showed up. I was so glad I got the professional version of Zoom for the occasion. <laughs> wow. So um, I, I officially came on board as an official paid employee after working with Lee as co-organizer and MC of the first eBay radio party and conference. And I'd like to say that the first script I ever wrote for the show was for the Griffith Lee Sound Elect contest at that inaugural live event. John and I impersonated Griffin Lee, John is my husband, and I did Griff and John was Lee. <laughs> and I used scripted lines and scenarios that all came straight from the show. So it opened with with, with our mics being open and I you know I, I as Griff uh, said are you Lee is, as John as Lee said, are, are you ready, darling? I said, oh yes yes I am. oh wait, our mics are open. John wait Jonathan, who's back there in the studio today? This was straight off the show. and what happened was as we were getting ready to start, Griff, Griff and Lee came in. We'd had we'd had a little you know, break, and uh, they, Griff saw that I was wearing this mirrored jacket of his. It looked like a disco mirror ball. He'd worn it at an eBay Live event when he played with the eBay House Band, who were then known as Negative Feedback, or maybe they mm-hmm. had recently changed their name to Twisted Lister. I forget which. But anyway, <laughs> he played That's the piano funny. and did a big number wearing this this jacket. Then sold it for charity. So I'm wearing it, and Griff says to me uh, loudly across the entire room, "Is that my jacket?" I said, "Yes, it is, Griff." And I could see the wheels turning in Lee's head. She looked at me, and if I was going to be Griff, well, that only left John. And Lee's face was priceless. So we uh, we started off on the thing, and you know, are you ready, darling? Yes, sir. They're on this. I've opened the super secret chat board, and they're chatting away. Wait, our mics are open. And then we went into the little preview, we had a little sounded a little audio file that we played of the the live lead in to Ask Griffin Lee, and. Uh, I said, so do we have a guest for this segment? And Lee says, well, I don't know because I don't have any show sheets. They never send me the show sheets. And I told John to pause there because there would be a laugh. And then he went on with another one of Lee's famous lines. What am I, chopped liver? Bigger laugh. That's funny. And then he he added the kicker. And I can't get onto the chat board either. And at that point, Lee started pounding her head on the table. (laughs) Because she couldn't (laughs) laugh any harder. So anyway, that was was very fun. And uh, let's see, I'll tell you another...
0: Just so we just get the set this up a little bit because I think Sherry, we've we've got a slightly twisted twist to this particular set set of stories. Is that right?
1: Yes. So you're going to share some things and that happened, and one of them is not going to be true, right? And then we're going to have to guess which one is
2: not real. Oh, I've got my I've got my live rehearsed and ready okay. <laughs> and this so because i was on was... a national game show where we did this called what's my line cool. and all i got right. to lie oh, about good. whether or not i was going to compete in the national horse show at madison square garden and only one could, one of the celebrities guessed that it was me and the other three completely failed so all yes, right. so that was all number
0: one on our our little uh anecdote list so that's the uh the first ebay radio party the griff's jacket the uh the chop liver the show notes is that true or false? What do you think, Sherry? I think, sounds really like to me. I, think I, I think I'm probably uh, so far oh, that's a strong one. I think I'm gonna put that as a maybe. Maybe true.
1: I, I think it's true, but we're not gonna really do our official uh, guess until the end, right? Sure. We're gonna Okay,
0: all right. Because then good. we can
1: judge them against each other.
0: All right, okay.
2: Yeah, so I think that's probably a good idea. Okay, um, and I, I will just say that, by the way, that the the first eBay Radio Party was called the eBay Radio Party, but a lot of people's accountants objected to them deducting mm. expenses for a party in Las Vegas, which which is where the event was always held. So we we changed the name the second year to the eBay Radio Party and Conference. It, it all came about because eBay stopped doing eBay Lives, and I called mm. into the show because at that point I'd done the contributing editor thing. I, I did my last report live at eBay Live 2005, and and, uh, and after that I was kind of a banner. What they call a banner schlepper. I handed out pins <laughs> at the booth and hung out and talked to people, met a lot of people I was bidding against. That's how I met Carolyn Joe known as XOXmas. We, we're best buds now. And We used to bid against each other for Ibeana. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we had to change the name of the show, uh, the party. It, it, but I called into the show and said, I'm so sorry I won't get to see you. And Lee said, let's just have a party. We'll bring our Johns to Las Vegas. And uh, <laughs> here's the part that, that, that has never been told before. Uh, well, we we said bring our Johns to Vegas because her husband is also named John. Well, I actually am not a Vegas person at all. And so I'm thinking, oh, God, that sounds horrid. I don't want to go to Las Vegas, but of course I'm on the air. Island so, oh, that sounds wonderful. Let's meet up in Las Vegas and have a party. So we ended up with 80 other sellers who thought that was a fabulous idea, and they, they all <laughs> called into the show and said, a lot of them called in and said, we want to come to the party. So we made it a conference. I asked all the Dream Team speakers that I could think of, John Lawson, Lynn Drawley, Marcia Collier, Cliff Enico, Uh, Jason Miner, who was the PayPal Jason at that point And they all said yes And we didn't pay them a penny They all spent spent their own money to get to Vegas And do this for us, which was amazing
0: Okay, so we're going to move to number two Story number two, just so keeping track
2: uh, This is also an eBay radio party conference conference story But also from the first year eBay sent a film crew to film a promotional thing called i am ebay and they interviewed sellers out in the hallway we were at the rio where they you know toss beads every 15 minutes or half an hour or whatever it is for because they have they have carnival constantly going on and so there we are at the rio we have this this kind of big hallway area that's like a little cul-de-sac so they they put the ebay film crew there and they're interviewing sellers about why they are ebay and um we, uh, we decided that it would be really a funny bit, Lee and I decided, if we had Griff be late to the second live broadcast, and we would give him an entourage to escort him to the radio show, to the radio booth, or stage, rather. And uh, so we thought this would be very funny, and we surprised him with the, the fabulous Griffettes, who were all wore Playboy, uh, they wore light-up eBay fedoras, and, um, or, no, excuse me, at that point it was plain plain playboy fedoras and playboy sunglasses because you know they had to look like security and they they did indeed escort him to the stage and it, it was a very funny bit because lee is up there by herself going oh my god griff is late well every year the griffettes became more and more fabulous and uh, <laughs> they they were, the second year their fedoras lit up and wore any eBay colors after that they got uh they had custom-made vests and they always had t-shirts that had griff on one side and then followed me to the to the to the eBay radio on the other side, uh, but anyway, then one year Griff decided to choreograph their entrance, and he had them prance their size. And if you've never seen Prancer size, look it up on YouTube because it's quite hilarious. It is this kind of. Uh, this odd kind of aerobic exercise for me v- invented by this woman who had no shame about going on <laughs> YouTube and making making herself go viral. Not in necessarily a positive way, but she was, she was very good about it. I saw an interview and she said, hey, there's always going to be haters, but look look how famous I've gotten. And well, size I've really spread the word about size. Yes, she had because Griff had the entire cadre of Griffettes, all six of them, size their entrance.
0: Okay. So the danced not. onto the stage by the uh, the Griffiths, Griffiths. that's number 2 yeah
2: so it's kind of an an odd little exercising dance and it, it, it she wore these tight pants the woman who did it they were actually a bit oh. revealing so somebody okay. did a parody of the song kokomo and uh, they set it to the tune to the video and i'll just say that the word that they titled it rhymes with kokomo and refers to the appendages on the foot of a camel <laughs> okay okay,
1: okay, okay and that's right. all number 2
0: more complicated.
1: That's got a lot of detail to it, so mm-hmm. a detail makes
0: it seem more real. Uh, I've heard of the Griffettes before, so. Um, uh, okay. Well, the Griffettes
2: oh. are definitely real, but whether or not they pranced their size during their entrance oh. now, that's okay. up to you that's to decide. Oh. Oh. I'm here to tell you okay. they certainly did. Only getting Griff getting could come up with that.
0: All right, okay. okay. Well, we'll take that on advisement. Let's move on to number three. Oh, this was a fun thing. We had
2: a special bit for when Griff would go off on a rant. We would interrupt him and we'd say, Bring out the Griff rantometer. We had a voiceover that we wrote for, it and we had special sound effects. It sounded a bit like a guillotine being wheeled out because it made the door creak open, and then the, you'd hear the wheels you know, rumbling along the stage and you know, the, the theoretical sound stage because radio really is theater of the mind. When the show was actually done, Griff was in San Jose, and they eventually gave him a studio at headquarters, and then Lee was in San Diego. But thanks to the magic of the ISDN line, it sounded like they were in the same room. Mm-hmm. And, and it was wonderful. And one year, I was actually invited out. To, to, uh, Lee flew me out for the corporate, uh, the corporate luncheon where we all got together. I walked into the restaurant where we were meeting up, and Griff's like, "Oh my gosh, I thought that looked a lot like you, and it is you." I said, "Yes, it is." And I got to see them do the show live in the same room, which was really fun. But most of the time, they were you know hundreds of miles apart. So uh, when we we could tell though after a, a couple of years, when Griff was getting ready to go on off on a rant, Lee would say something like. Oh, no, I believe a rant is imminent. Griff, hold that thought. And we'd bring out the Griff Rantometer, and then we'd rate the rant afterwards. Okay, I like okay, that.
0: Okay, all right. I know he used to go off on tangents, and some days he's a little bit cranky. Yes, uh, that's,
2: that's when the rants would happen, you know, when so, he'd rant about okay. something that was being one? done or not done. Definitely
0: plausible. Let's, <laughs> let's park that. That's number three. Uh, number f- anecdote number four.
2: Well, let's see. We um during while well, the during the time that I was uh doing around the world on eBay in eighty seconds with the Betsy, uh, we uh, one of the international sites that went live was Poland, and. This is, it's terribly incorrect now to tell Polish jokes, but it really was very funny because of all the sites that went live, Poland had the most problems. It went up, it went down. It was down for four hours, it was up for eight hours, it was down for seven hours, it was back up. I literally slept underneath my desk in the office keeping up with this, and I was on the discussion boards whenever it was up. And they were very upset because there was no eBay employees on on the boards. And I finally chimed in, because there were a couple where they spoke English, and I said, um... I'm not an employee of eBay, but I'm with eBay Radio and we're going to talk about your site on thus and such day and time in Warsaw time. And um, we're, we're going to talk about it. And if you call into the show at this number, you can talk to Griff, who is with eBay. And this is what he does. He's Dean of eBay Education, seller, Senior Manager for Seller Advocacy, host of the show. And you can talk to him and get the answers to your questions. Well, darn if they didn't call in. Our first international callers. And it was it was just wonderful. They all went over to this one guy's house and uh, the same day, right before they called in, they posted a picture on their on their chat board of their discussion board of what they thought I must look like and it was just very voluptuous blonde and I was like, Oh yes, yes, how did you get a picture of me? <laughs> That's Everybody right. knows what so I'm not hair is I'm not exactly dyed. a voluptuous blonde. <laughs> and they missed the eBay colours in the hair, so of course it couldn't have really been me, but I I went right along with it. Oh yes, this is exactly how I look, thank you. And uh, that's how it was, I see It was a you. great first international call.
1: <laughs> yes, they see you the same way that I do.
2: Oh, yes, but with the eBay colors, of course. Always a different yes. pattern in the hair, too. Since 2005, every year, a different pattern. For We Are 20, I had five patches each of the four colors. And it was wonderful because I got to walk through the, the clapping tunnel right next to Piero Omidyar and shake his hand.
1: Oh, that's great. You know what? I have oh. to say that my husband was very outgoing, and he actually talked to pierre omidyar um with the entire crowd of ebay open standing behind him waiting for their oh. turn.
2: oh how was wonderful right is that during
1: the clap line
2: and you're going go hubby go hubby go hubby
1: I'm like, <laughs> that's great to him i'm like 100
2: yards back <laughs> well we were, i was lucky because john was was in a wheelchair that year which he is since out of thank you we were diagnosed and cured but um he was in a wheelchair and we just ended up Right, right next to Pierre because we had the wheelchair we kind of parted the Red Sea there of people crowding in to talk to him and uh, I got to thank him for answering a question of mine years before at an eBay developers conference. My husband and I were members of the program and John wrote a little program that would bring the eBay time to any website which was very cute and um, we were just big developer groupies but I got to thank him for answering my question and I couldn't tell you now what the question was or what the answer was. I was so gobsmacked that Pierre was speaking to me that I don't remember a word of it. I just remember... Sitting there with my eyes as wide as they could go, oh my God! Pierre, Pierre is talking to me.
1: Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Pierre is quite,
2: Pierre is quite a man, quite a, quite a hero, to me.
1: Okay, now that's just the truth and not part of our thing. Number four was you doing around the world in eighty days. One of the places was Poland, and they called into the show. Uh, so that's number four, right? And I've got
2: one more for you. Okay. By my lucky All number. Right. All right. Well, one day we had a caller to the show named Rosalie. And she was from the Bronx. And Rosalie asked Griff to dish her listing. Dish My dish, dish Listing was a very popular feature on the show where you could call in and have your listing critiqued live on the air. You know, you know, would post. I would post the item number in the chat board, and we would give it out of the air, and people could go on their computers while they were listening, go and look at the listing and see what Griffin Lee were su- suggesting for improvements. Mm-hmm. And we gave a score of terrines, one to five terrines, because Tureen being an inherently funny word for dish. Um, if you got a score of five terrines, which was a perfect... Perfect score you got an eBay radio dish towel let me tell you, getting those dish towels made was, was was quite a feat, because I must have given Lee five samples of different dish towels with printing on them before she <laughs> she said she would take it over herself. And after about another month, had gone by. I said, how's it coming with the dish towels? Oh, it's impossible to find a decent dish towel to print on. Would you like me to take it back over? Yes, you find it. Well, luckily, I found one at a, a little embroidery place near me, a little franchise shop that does embroidery. I was ordering some Ebetsy items for the next e- eBay open, and... Uh, or eBay Radio Party and Conference, actually. And then, because uh, we took the place of eBay Live and kept doing it till eBay Open took over back in 2018, finally. Uh... But um, anyway, so yeah, I, found, I finally found the right dish towel. And it said, I had my listing dished on, and then the eBay radio logo, and then five clip art terrines at the bottom. And Griff Lee would sign them and send them out, which was very highly coveted. People would actually fix their listings on the fly and call mm-hmm. back in. Can you, can you rescore me? Can you rescore me? Because they wanted that dish towel. So we had this caller named Rosalie, and she wanted her listing dished. And it happened to be for a Hummel. Griff was famous for his, for his aversion to Hummels and all other sort, such bric-a-brac. <laughs> and we had also given him a bit about his infamous pink Hummel hammer because he always wanted to smash Hummels with a hammer so he said okay pull out your hum- you're going to have to pull out your Hummel hammer we're going to make it pink and he's like oh of course it is so uh, yeah one year my husband was doing a, a jigsaw puzzle they would do that at the at where you got the name tags and once they would given out all the name tags he and uh, CJ's partner MJ would give, they would do a jigsaw puzzle which became part of the conference fun and John got a, a Hummel jigsaw puzzle and he said look Griff it's already in pieces and we're Putting it back together. But anyway, this caller named Rosalie calls in with her Bronx accent. Griff sees that it, the listing is for a Hummel. And he said, Oh my God, my eyes are bleeding. I must get out my pink Hummel hammer. <sighs> well, it was actually Lee calling in under her full name. And she used to go to the Bronx every summer to stay with her her grandparents. And so she had the Bronx accent. Griff did not know it was her. And she finally had to break into him halfway through the dishing. <laughs> so it was very he, he funny. Didn't know. He did not recognize her voice. No, it was hilarious. Wow
1: that's amazing
2: (laughs) oh okay
0: so that's number five there you you
2: have it so behind the scenes
0: dirt from ebay radio thank you so much for those well I don't know who's going to go first Sherry. do you have any ones that you think are definitely uh, plausible or ones that are suspect
1: Um, I have a plausible well number five because Lee was Rosalie that gives it so much of a feeling of truth and I didn't uh cheat and go look for dish towels, eBay dish towels on eBay while we were doing this, but Mm -hmm. I could have cheated and done that. Anyway, I think that one's true. I think that Griff and the, um, Griffettes prancer sizing, that sounds so true to me. Um, the one that sounds suspect is Poland, uh, being down for seven hours. Um, that's the one that I'm gonna, I'm gonna say is not true.
0: See, it's as always, we are at opposite ends of the spectrum. We <laughs> like are it's so many things. <laughs> I I have suspect about the Bronx call, if only because I think it'd be quite hard to pull that off, and um, be able to call into your own show and somehow host it and then be a guest at the same time and, and make that make that work. So. Um, that's a, that's a little bit tricky, tricky from a technical point of view. That makes me nervous, and the griffets definitely something I, I I don't know about the dancing with the uh, revealing clothes. So that's another one that I thought was a little bit uh, had a certain amount of. Uh well, it was editor. the
2: the founder of Prancer Size, the the inventor of Prancer Size. He wore the revealing pants. They were a little tight in the um groin area. Okay. All right.
0: So <laughs> I'm going to pick one, and I'm going to go with the I think it's number five, which would be the Rosalie uh, calling in and uh, fooling Griff. So that's the one I think is perhaps the tall story.
1: Okay. So our our results are officially in. And are you ready uh, for the big
0: reveal?
2: Think? Yeah. The big reveal is the fake anecdote was the Griff Rantometer. Oh, uh, no! We, actually, we I... actually did write a promo for it, a little bit for it, but we, we never got to use it on the air, so no, it did not happen.
1: No, <laughs> I, the, I never considered
2: that to be I thought not the ready. I
0: thought I would have probably heard the clip, because I don't think I ever heard that. It, it's plausible, there's a good bit of radio bit, but... Uh, it so was a I, fabulous you, you...
2: bit. We never got to use it. We could never get Griff to quite go for it, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is no, odd, because when Griff I usually
0: heard... went for it all and took it one
2: step further. <laughs> but when everything I else is true. The call from I Poland... Thought... We've and the to call to from Rosalie. That. Those were real.
0: Wow!
1: <laughs> wow! Uh,
2: That—that's shocking. Impressive. That the Poland one is true. That's—that's that's really funny. <laughs> oh, it was very funny. It was very funny. And I was quite gobsmacked when they when they called in. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's awesome. very
0: impressive. And I think this whole thing tells me how little I know about all the all, all the go all the sort of things that happened in the way back in the past with eBay. I only got involved more recently, so. Even though I was a, for the years I listened, a very faithful listener to the show, there was plenty yes, before you were. that um, <clears throat> that uh, I uh, I missed out on, obviously, and perhaps in the, aren't in the archive.
2: Well, the one thing that you can't that you can't recreate from the archives is the send off that, that eBay ultimately gave the show. Uh, we we partnered with them in 2016 they began eBay open and they they had it in Las Vegas they decided that was a good idea to go to Vegas every year because we people really liked that and we we had capped our our event at 300 people that was as many as we could handle without getting the fire chief involved and but <laughs> uh, well, we always had a waiting list of 50 people or so you mm-hmm. know they, they couldn't get in one year we had exactly the right amount of people uh, that matched up with the with the cancellations and we had like and then we, at the last minute, we had uh, two spots because Granny Annie and her daughter, I don't know if you remember Granny Annie, Sherry. She was no, one of the I iconic early eBayers. But she and her daughter had to drop out because Granny Annie had to go to the hospital at the last minute. Well, darn if we didn't get two walk-ups who paid cash to come to the event. I just took their cash and said, Come on in, we have two spots, come on in.
1: <laughs> wow. So, uh,
2: <laughs> but anyway, so 2016, we... Double, we paired up with eBay and then in 2017 we became just a live broadcast from the show we did a b- live broadcast every day and for the final year we did our three live broadcasts and I was the road producer I was the one who got to put the road the road shows together I pulled out all the stops I had Devin Wenig who at that point had not gone to the dark side as our first gift <laughs> first guest which was a bit tricky Philip because he always I don't know if you remember but he used to always call Lee E. Betsy which made her furious but oh, we had him oh as the gosh. live guest and we I had everybody on I wanted to have on we Um, uh, and the last question of all of them was the same question because the the band for the closing party was Boombox Heroes who did cover tunes from back in the day plus uh, from the 80s and 90s plus popular songs of the day so we asked each question each last question of the guest was the same, and we, Griff, would bring it in. Now we've been asking you softball questions, but now for the tough question: which, which cover song, which song from back in the day or popular tune of today do you hope that Boombox Heroes will cover at the closing party? And the answers were always so great. Like Devin Wenig said, "Oh, Madonna and Hungry Like a Wolf. <laughs> Who knew?" <laughs> It was always a very fun answer. But then and we had we went to the party store, and we had retirement party props and stuff, decorations, and we put up a little bit more of it each day. Um, and then on the third day, we surprised Lee with a, a Lee Mirabal bobblehead. Which all of us chipped in together, and and it looked just like her. I mean, it was her playing poker, and her head and with her little hat and her sunglasses, because Lee was famous for playing poker, and I'd accessorized it with a little ukulele and a tiny pot of gardenias, because everyone knew about her gardenias, a little pair of Barbie shoes that were just like the ones she wore. And then eBay sponsored a champagne toast for every person there.
0: I remember that. I've never
2: seen so much champagne in my life not even at either one of my weddings and I mean there were like 350 <laughs> people in the audience mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. these waiters just came out of the woodwork and Audrey Tracy got up and read on the air an amazing tribute to Lee and to Griff and, um, uh, and we just we had champagne and I mean eBay eBay was a fabulous fabulous client it was a fabulous experience to have and I so applaud them for keeping the show going all those years had Lee not retired I think we would still be going I
0: think he would too it's yeah. missed by many of your listeners, I can tell you that with confidence. But well, I'm so glad you're doing this show. I'm we're so glad you're doing to, this uh, show to help fill the one. gap. Well, we're trying. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a very, very big set of shoes to to fill. And you did, what, 14-something years, I think, in Tokyo? 15 years. 15 yeah. years? And yeah. uh, it, it's a, it's difficult because it sets a very high bar for any of us that are trying to do anything like that. Um, people's expectations are very high, so we're we're, we're we're muddling around. We're trying to do a little bit on the edge. Just to kind of fill in some of the gaps. So anyway. Well, I think we'll have Griffin fun Lee
2: would that. certainly approve, and and Lee would really applaud your uh-huh. entrepreneurial spirit in doing this and putting this all together. Because I know what goes into a, producing a radio show, and it's not easy. <laughs>
0: Very good. And uh, what are you up to these days? Still selling on eBay, I take it. I am still selling. I'm top rated, and I'm running
2: a lot of agility with two of my dogs, and training three more just to take on the sport themselves. And I'm having a wonderful time and loving loving eBay. I write several e-commerce blogs and. Um, Thank you so much for having me on. This has been a whole very lot of good. fun.
0: Excellent. So you retired from showbiz?
2: Well, only at the eBay radio part of it. Oh, I'm good. still in show business, but now it's dog agility.
0: Super. Okay, well, Lee, Betty, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your stories of the, uh, the great years of eBay radio. Thank you for all that. Thank you for having
2: me on. I've enjoyed it.
1: Thank and you. And this is The Selling and on eBay
0: radio show. Sorry, I
1: sold show. her short. You have seven <laughs> dogs, right? Let's just get this straight.
0: All rest. Seven.
1: I, sold, I said four. I'm wrong. Okay. Seven dogs. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're a, so nice a, you a sharing radio sharing.
0: show. Thank you very much. You can find out about us. Contribute if you like at sell sell sellsellsell.online. Have a great week.
1: Thanks so much. Have a great weekend.